0: Shortly before the 2020 election, the Trump administration issued the Transparency in Coverage final rule, which addresses price transparency throughout the healthcare system, including in the pharmaceutical market. Unlike several of Trump's other drug pricing proposals, efforts to promote pricing transparency have enjoyed bipartisan support and may endure beyond the Trump administration. I'm Stephen Morrissey, managing editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with William Feldman a physician and researcher in the Division of Pharmacoepidemiology and Pharmacoeconomics at Brigham and Women's Hospital. Dr. Feldman has co-authored a prospective article about the future of drug pricing transparency. Dr. Feldman, what's included in the transparency in coverage rule, both generally and for pharmaceuticals in particular?
1: The transparency in coverage rule would require insurers to disclose a wide variety of costs in the healthcare system, both to beneficiaries and to the public. Some of the disclosure requirements concern patient cost sharing, in other words, how much patients spend out of pocket, but some of the requirements go beyond patient cost sharing to include overall costs, in other words, how much insurers pay for a given item or service. The key here is that insurers have to disclose the actual negotiated rates. Not the list prices, but the actual negotiated rate. This means that insurers have to reveal the prices that they pay for all sorts of things, MRIs, prescription drugs, primary care visits. And if implemented, this rule would shed light on all sorts of costs in the healthcare system. Whether it leads to behavioral change to a reduction in prices is not clear, but certainly a lot of new information would become available to stakeholders, to patients, physicians, policymakers, researchers, and so on.
0: So given that the issue of whether this would reduce prices in the long run is open to debate, what counter-arguments have been made for preserving confidentiality in these markets?
1: A couple of big counter-arguments have been made. The first is that The healthcare system is very different from other sectors where we know that transparency is beneficial. Some argue that patients are not going to shop for their MRI or their prescription drug in the way that they might shop for a car. We know that people have medical emergencies that limit that kind of shopping behavior. And even when patients have time, they often trust their physicians. They trust the recommendations and guidance of their physicians, And so it may be that transparency doesn't reduce prices in the healthcare system in the way that it does in other sectors. Another argument that people will make, and this argument is made most vociferously by the insurance industry, is that transparency may actually lead to collusion, not to competition. That when we know the prices that each insurer is paying to a hospital, for example, or to a drug manufacturer, that the hospital or drug manufacturer may actually raise prices knowing what their competitors are paying rather than lowering them.
0: So has the rule faced any legal challenges so far and who beyond perhaps the insurance industry would you expect to challenge it?
1: The rule has not yet legal challenge. It was finalized in the waning days of the Trump administration. The expectation is that insurers are going to challenge this rule. Beyond insurers, it's hard to know who else would level this kind of challenge. Certainly, pharmacy benefit managers are another actor in the pharmaceutical supply chain that may take up this cause. But the expectation is that the insurance industry will sue to block implementation of this final rule.
0: So you say in your perspective article that the decision in American Hospital Association et al. versus Azar might shed some light on the legal viability of this rule. So can you talk about that decision and why it might be relevant here?
1: The decision in AHA versus Azar concerned a separate price transparency rule, the the hospital price transparency rule. The hospital price transparency rule would require that hospitals disclose the negotiated prices that they pay for all sorts of items and services. The key distinction between the hospital transparency rule and the transparency and coverage rule is that the hospital transparency rule applies to hospitals, whereas the transparency and coverage rule applies to insurers. The decision in American Hospital Association versus Azar really hinged on three sorts of arguments. The American Hospital Association argued that it did not have a sound statutory basis, that it was a violation of the First Amendment, and that the rule was arbitrary and capricious. The court roundly rejected each of those arguments, finding that indeed it was in keeping with the statute, that it was not a violation of the First Amendment, and that the rule was not arbitrary and capricious. Key for our purposes is that the evidence required by the courts in demonstrating that transparency would actually result in lower prices was minimal. Specifically, in rejecting the First Amendment challenge and the challenge based on the rule being arbitrary and capricious, the court deferred to the common sense analysis of the administration and the predictive judgment of the administration. And so this case really highlights the kind of deference that courts may be willing to pay to the administration when it comes to the transparency and coverage rule.
0: So you say that the Biden administration may keep the price transparency rule in place. If that is in fact the case, what kinds of measures are going to be necessary to enforce reporting requirements to keep insurers or others from undermining the rule?
1: It's a great question. Enforcement of This rule will be key if transparency is going to have an effect in lowering prices. Much of that may fall to states in levying fines for failure to comply. I will say that one of the advantages of transparency is that we all will have access to the prices that insurers report, meaning researchers, policymakers, and so built-in is an ability to recognize outlier prices, which may limit the ability of insurers to game the system. But certainly, I think implementation is going to be a challenge. I will tell you that the hospital transparency rule went into effect on January 1st of this year. So it is already required that hospitals post machine-readable files online with the prices that they have negotiated with insurers. And as I've started to look through compliance with the rule, I can already see that many hospitals haven't yet complied. When I've sent emails to various hospitals, they have assured me that compliances will be coming. But with a few weeks behind us now, with the hospital transparency rule having gone into effect, not all hospitals have complied. So I think it will be very important for the administration, for states to think about how to ensure that insurers indeed report the negotiated prices as required by the final rule.
0: And then how do you think the rule will ultimately affect drug prices and consumer decision-making? The evidence
1: is really mixed. It's very hard to predict exactly what's going to happen. Proponents of pricing transparency will argue that first of all, making prices transparent will allow patients to shop for the MRI that was ordered or the prescription drug that was prescribed Proponents of pricing transparency will also argue that giving this information to insurers will allow them to negotiate better. I mentioned before this worry that price transparency could lead to collusion. Proponents of price transparency argue the opposite, that actually it will promote competition and they can point to other industries where that's been the case. And proponents of price transparency also argue for a potential shaming effect of price transparency, that with enough public pressure that hospitals and drug manufacturers may be forced to lower prices in the face of public outcry. Now, as I said at the start, the evidence for each of these is mixed, and a lot will depend on how the transparency requirements are implemented and how insurers may incentivize the sort of shopping behavior that proponents of price transparency envision.
0: And finally, what other steps do you expect the Biden administration and the new Congress to take when it comes to drug pricing reform overall?
1: Over the last four years, President Trump did very little to lower prescription drug prices despite many promises. He lunged ineffectually from one policy to the next. I'm hopeful that the Biden administration and the new Congress will be able to pass Meaningful drug pricing legislation, but with thin majorities for the Democrats, it's certainly going to be challenging. I should say that while we believe that transparency may be a step in the right direction, we don't believe that this is by any means a cure all. This might make a dent in prescription drug prices, but it is not going to achieve what a big, meaningful piece of legislation could achieve. When it comes to what's next, I'm skeptical that the Democrats will be able to pass a piece of legislation that hasn't already received fairly significant bipartisan support. So, for example, the ability for Medicare to negotiate drug prices directly with manufacturers or international reference pricing, where we peg domestic prices for prescription drugs to prices paid abroad, I don't know that we're gonna see that type of legislation succeed. I do think that we may see elements of the Grassley-Wyden bill that was put forward in 2019. Included in that bill were inflationary rebates where drug manufacturers would have to pay rebates for increasing prices above the rate of inflation. Also included in that bill were caps on out-of-pocket Medicare spending, Those are things that I think have a reasonable chance of getting through the Congress. Certainly, drug pricing is a very important issue for Americans. In a recent poll, it was the second most important priority after a COVID-19 relief bill. And so I'm really hopeful that we'll see some change in our current system. But as I said, within Democratic majorities, meaningful drug pricing legislation is going to be a challenge.
0: Thank you, Dr. Feldman.